one of the mistakes that I did was I tried to do everything on my own. So I told myself na kaya ko tong gawin, ako lang mag-isa. Sabi nga nila, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with a team. Thank you so much for joining me here on my podcast today. It's an honor for me to have you here, sir. So can you tell us something about yourself, what you do, and where you're from? All right. So hello to everyone who is listening today. And uh, thank you for inviting me. It's such an honor to be invited to uh, share my story dito sa podcast mo. And to our listeners, I'm Fitz Villafuerte. That's F-I-T-Z, Fitz Villafuerte, and I'm a registered financial planner. So it's a relatively new profession, I would say. In the country, most people know of financial advisors. And uh, the, difference sa, the difference of being a registered financial planner is that we're more like doctors where people approach us for a financial consultation. So we get paid for the consultation. And just like doctors, we give you a prescription. In our case, we give you a financial plan of what you need to do, where do you need to invest, if you need insurance, what type of insurance do you need. But it's up to you where you would buy them or where you would put your money. Unlike uh, the more familiar na financial advisors, free yung financial uh, consultation or financial advice, but they would upsell you with the product. So nothing wrong with either case. It's really a matter of preference. And I am based in NCR. I'm, I, I currently live in Paranaque. And my parents are originally from Mindoro and Bulacan. So... Tagalog talaga ang language ko. Both provinces, uh, uh, the languages there are Tagalog. So, yeah, that's I guess that's me. I wear a lot of hats aside from being a registered financial planner. Depende, it depends kung sino yung kausap ko. Um, sometimes I, te- I tell people that I am a content creator, a blogger. Sometimes I tell people I am an entrepreneur because I have offline and online businesses. But uh, primarily, just to make things simple, I tell people that I am a registered financial planner. I work in the financial industry. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Such a good portfolio, no, sir. But uh, ever since I started working from home, nandun ka na eh, nasa scene ka na. So... <laughs> How long have you started working from home? Like yung when was it really like yung unang sabak nyo po na hindi sa financial planning? Mm-mm. Well, I am a civil engineering graduate. So the plan was to become an engineer, to work as an engineer. And uh, when I graduated, I worked for a construction firm. 
So I worked in the corporate world for five years, but in 2003-2004, I resigned because I wanted to explore being a freelancer. Aside from the fact that I felt na hindi para sa akin ang office work. Mm-hmm. Uh, marami akong memo noon na late pumasok mm-hmm. <laughs> sa office. <laughs> so, I think, I, yeah, that was one of the first reasons that I felt na I might not be cut out for the corporate world because I am not really comfortable with being in the office from... Uh, I remember seven to five. That was our office hours. One of the reasons that got me excited to take up engineering because in college, I had this imagination or I had this uh, vision that I will be doing a lot of field work and that excited me. But of course, as a new engineer, you would have to start at the bottom of the ladder and that meant doing admin work, office work, being in the office the whole day and it was not really very satisfying for me. So after five years of working in the corporate world, I decided to explore my options and uh, become a freelancer. And from there, I experienced the freedom of working from home or I don't, I didn't call it working from home uh, pa that mm-hmm. back then. It's, re- it's really like, having more control of what I can do every day. Mm-hmm. So that was the time that I discovered how to uh, navigate the world of being uh, someone, uh, a freelancer, mm-hmm. someone who is his or her own boss. So 2003, now is 2022. So how, how, ano, 19, 19 years of uh, working not in an office, in Alano. Because mm-hmm. I, I really work from home uh, because back then, I, I, I would work in a coffee shop. I would mm-hmm. work in a co-working space. And that's part of the fun of uh, not being in the corporate world and not having to work in an office. Yes, yeah. flexibility. Yes. And during that time, kasi po, uh, parang naalala ko, hindi naman work from home yung tawag natin dito, di ba? Parang more on freelancing. Tapos lahat VA. Pagka, ah, VA ka. Okay. okay. Parang yun na. So, um, if you're going to start again from scratch, like, what are the steps that you will take in order for you to start a work from home business? Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can definitely say that I'm not cut out for the office. Mm-hmm. And if I were to go back in time na after graduation, ang first step ko would be to evaluate my skills. Of course, it's so easy to answer the question now because mm-hmm. I have acquired all the skills. But back then, if I already knew na hindi ako mag-opisina, I would have started with knowing what are my current skills, what are my core competencies, and paano ko siya monetize. How can I monetize the things that I know, the skills that I have? And if ever there's really no skill that I can monetize, where can I learn those skills that I believe I need? So if we go back in time, back then I remember 
Uh, I had some training in writing in high school and I was actually also a writer. So probably I would first explore being a freelance writer. And during that time also em- emerging ang new media, ang tawag pa sa social media, no? No, new mm-hmm. media and digital marketing. So probably I'll be doing freelance writing and trying to network I guess that's my number two. After assessing your skills, after knowing what skills do you want to focus on, the second step that I would take is to find the network, um, find groups. Probably back in 2005, it's going to be forums, online forums, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, mailing lists. Join those mailing lists, network with people because one of the things that I've always believed in is that opportunities are connected to people. So yes. if you're looking for an opportunity, a job, a project, even a business idea, you would need to connect with someone who will show you the way on how to pursue that opportunity. Someone who will introduce you to where you should go to be able to pursue that particular goal that you have. So step one, know yourself, know your skills. Step two, network. And I would say something that I always do would be my last step, which is to ready, fire, aim. Mm. I believe that you can never really be fully ready to pursue anything in life. The... What's important is to prepare as much as you can and then do it. Act upon it. I would probably just yeah, connect with people, ask them, I'm trying to be a freelance writer. Do you want do you have a job you can outsource to me? And things like that. So just try and act upon it. And then after a project, you do a, another self-evaluation, try to see how you can improve. So ready, fire, aim. So adjust your sales. And yeah, I guess that's the three steps that I would take if I were to start all over again, given what I know back then. So for today, of course, it's it would be easier for me now because I have the network, I have mm-hmm. the skills. And if the question was if I would to lose everything that I have now, how, how I would start again. Uh, I would probably do the same stuff, uh, the same steps, but I know that it would be easier for me now. I would not, uh, for example, I would not pursue freelance writing because I have other skills that I think this, that is more valuable now than what I knew back then. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's my answer. That's really amazing, Paul. Because... I remember the, these phrases in my head like again and again, yung ready, fire, aim. I, d- I don't know if I got that from you, but I always post that on my, on my, um, on my feed. Lagi kung nasa utak na, you have to jump. You have, yes. you have to be ready in, a, in some way, but you always have to jump in order to, you know, be, be able to reach what you're aiming for. Parang, Marami kasing takot. Uh, yes. I, I I have a lot of friends and also one of the inspiration for starting my blog was because a lot of my friends were asking me, 
during the I started my blog in 2007 and during the time I already have a business my very first big business was a computer shop mm-hmm. marami akong classmates they were asking me na how did I do it from being an employee to being a freelancer and then to being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and one of the things that I realized is it requires courage kailangan malakas ang loob mo yes sabi ko nga, you cannot really fully prepare for anything. There has to be a point where you will decide to jump yes. and see how it goes. And I also realized na yung worries natin, most of the time, they don't really happen. Yes. No? So true. So there's always something you can do to fix a mistake. I, I yes. also learned that. And If you don't jump, you miss the opportunity of meeting a future mentor, someone who can help you. So these, these mentors, they will not appear until you take that first step. So yung worries mo, yung fear mo of what might happen, um, they are valid, but they, the situation changes once you make Uh, the decision to jump once you act parang daan na madilim you have a flashlight you can only see what's in front of you so it's really scary you don't know mm-hmm. what's beyond that but just take a small step and you'll see that the road will slowly become clearer along the way you'll meet someone who will help you navigate through the darkness and uh I guess that's the thing that's really stopping a lot of people from pursuing work from home or freelancing or even entrepreneurship. They are letting their fear uh, control their decision. So, yeah, yes. kailangan talaga courage. Uh, yes. May lakas ng loob. <laughs> yes, uh, that's true, Paul. I, I, I talk to a lot of aspiring freelancers or virtual assistants. And they always have this notion that they fear failure. They fear what other people might say about them. And they fear that their clients will just let them go after a project. So things like that. Parang sabi ko nga, huwag um, isipin agad yun. Kasi what you have to do right now is to execute yung mga naplano mo na before. Kasi marami na po silang plans eh. Ito na yung gagawin nila. Parang I was able to help them have like a roadmap. Pero pag nandun na sa execution, parang natatakot uh, na talaga. So, May self-doubt, no? Self-doubt. Second thoughts and self-doubt. Limiting yes. beliefs, yes. yes. So yeah, that's what they have to like um, overcome. Parang ganun. Um, speaking of darkness, sir, no, because mm. you mentioned earlier that uh, you know darkness. So, have you ever experienced that darkness or failures in your life, and how were you able to, you know, break through? Well, yeah, definitely, I made a lot of mistakes uh, in each of the phases, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, from being a freelancer and to being an entrepreneur. I made a lot of mistakes, both small and big. And 
yeah, from what I've experienced, these mistakes, these failures, they're not as bad as you mm-hmm. would usually imagine. For example, one of the realizations that I had when I was freelancing, I was I eventually went into freelance programming because I had a minor in computer science in college. So uh, I was uh, a systems developer, a freelance system developer. And one of the mistakes that I did was I tried to do everything on my own. (laughs) Mm. So yes, I was brave enough to pursue a big project and I did not think of creating a team. So I told myself na kaya ko tong gawin, ako lang mag-isa. After, uh, after a couple of months, I realized na there was really so much work that I need to do. There were so many meetings that I needed to go to because I had a university as a client. I was developing a system for them. So imagine a university that I'm just a one-man team. So I realized that I needed a team, but I was stubborn to hire one. You can say na greedy pa ako eh. Kasi sabi ko, if I hire a junior programmer, susweldohan ko pa, hatigan mm-hmm. ko pa dun sa kita ko, ganyan. No? So that was a really big mistake. The project took around nine months to deploy. The original timeline was just four months because it was just a fairly simple system. But because it was just me doing it, matagal. Plus, uh, when I deployed it, the university decided na they will just hire employees, an IT team who can maintain it. So I was really hoping na after ma-deploy, ako na rin yung mag-maintain ng system so that uh, it would be a recurring income for me kasi mayroong retainer, di ba? Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, that didn't happen. So that one project was really what got me thinking na how can I improve? I didn't want that experience to happen again. So that's when I became more open to... Yeah, creating a team. Uh, I was so used to working alone, but I think that's one of the mistakes that I had to learn to realize na sabi nga nila, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with a team. Oh, so I love that. Our, my progress as a freelancer the projects that I can take on, it might slow me down if I create a team, but definitely me and my team will be able to go far once we are able to learn to synergize, learn how how we can all help each other. So that was actually one of the businesses that I was able to put up it put up on, I created a uh, software development, not really a company, but I call it a company, a software development business. And we were five freelance programmers who decided to team up, work together. And yeah, we were able to deploy several 
systems in big and small companies until we decide well actually a couple of us decided that they'll mi- migrate to another country so that's when we decided to to stop the business mm-hmm. and that experience led me to the to the path of entrepreneurship so of course as an entrepreneur meron ding darkness yes because it's it's also a different world they say na ang employee ibang mindset sa entrepreneur mm-hmm. i agree you know and it's also the same yung mindset ng freelancer is different from an employee and a freelancer mindset is also a dif- different from an entrepreneurial mindset one of the things that i realized several years ago when i talk to foreigner freelancers no they say na ah this is my freelance business no mm-hmm. pero pag filipino ka usap mo they say na ah i'm a freelancer ito yung freelance uh, venture ko or this is my parang they don't really refer to what they're doing as a business yes. they they have the mindset that i'm doing this on my own racket sideline ko mag-isa Unlike yung mga, yun, mga nakausap ko na mga foreigners, they always thinking big na I have a freelancer agency, I have a freelance business. So that's what's, that was one of the things that I needed to also shift on my mindset when I started to explore entrepreneurship. So apart from the usual pursuing bad business ideas, uh, failure ko. I believe each of the businesses that I put up was able to learn what's able to teach me something on how to become a better entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Siguro the earliest lessons that I realized is that there's a certain uh, idea na if you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, parang you are your own boss. But I soon realized na, oo nga, wala kang boss, but your customers become your boss when you're running your own business. So there's no place for ego in yes. entrepreneurship. You have to be able to give or provide value to your customers. So that's something that I learned when I was transitioning from being a freelancer to an entrepreneur. As a freelancer, what I was just thinking is I need to do a good job, I need to deliver what I promised to the client, etc. But that changes a bit when you think like an entrepreneur. From doing a good job, it changes to being able to provide great value to your clients, to your customers. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the early lessons that I learned from being an entrepreneur. And there are a lot of failures uh, along the way. And it's already a cliche, right? a failure is part of success. Mm-hmm. I've heard about that as early as college, but I didn't really understand what it meant until I experienced it myself. And the mere fact that people still say that, that failure is part of success, failure is uh, what will give you the lessons to succeed, etc. So for those who are aspiring to become a freelancer, to become an entrepreneur, 
it helps to always remember that because once you experience failure, it's one of the things that will help you get back up. Mm-hmm. No? So a failure is just a phase. What's important is your will to get back up and try again. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. Yes, that is so true. 